0: Yep, pressing live. Good morning, everyone. People often dream of the amazing tenant, the dream tenant that they can secure on their property. They often love a national and international tenant that they can put in their property so they don't have to stress any longer. How do you get a great tenant like we just did with Taco Bell? What are the tricks to the trade? Stay tuned.
1: morning, Mr. Novak, how are we? Uh, Good night, you. Uh, is this 610? This is episode 610. 610,
0: 610. Coming,
1: on, coming a long way.
0: How you going not 20, not 100, not 200, <laughs> 610.
1: That's it. Now, the uh, the big topic this morning that we're covering is securing a, uh, a, a tenant like Taco Bell. What's the, I'd say, the Primary question we're going to dive into that is what's the what's the jargon or what's the language that these fantastic tenants that we come across what what is it that they're looking for when it comes to a property for their business?
0: Well, every landlord would dream it, wouldn't they? So I guess if uh, if you own a box a commercial property, um, you want a tenant that's going to be that's not going to waver on paying rent. You want a tenant that's going to look after the place. You want a tenant that's uh, not going to be moving in and out all the time. Um, And often these big guys, you know, your your national tenants and your international tenants, you know you're just home free for 20, 30 years. (laughs)
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's and that really, really excites a landlord, excites an owner when they can secure themselves someone long term, and that's got a lot of credit behind them. They've got that reputation behind them, like Taco Bell. And I think um, what we're going to look into this morning, and, and like I want to throw at you, Mark, is the the jargon or some of the things that these uh, tenants look for. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. One of them, grease trap. Am I right? And let's let's look into what
0: that is. Yeah. So good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Luke. Yeah. So look, I think um, you know what a lot of people don't underestimate is um, when, particularly if they're first time investors, is if you've got um, basically food. food does a lot of a lot of commercial. So what I mean is, your mum and dad investors. They're not attracted to city blocks, to city buildings, to a whole entire floor in the city. They're more they're more entire you know, they just they just really want like a little box that's maybe five hundred thousand or a million dollars, uh, that they can invest in their super or they can, you know, they can loan money on and buy. You know what I mean? Most mum and dad investors are are not sort of mid or, or large scale. They're just little fellas, you know, and they don't really know when they're buying what the things are to look after, but certainly when you're looking at attractive, a great tenant, and let me frame this up. We've just put Taco Bell into DY. Um, this was a box. Uh, it was purchased for, uh, when I say box, it's street level, concrete shell, um, cold shell, so it needed air con, needed power upgrading, needed a lot of stuff done to it purchased for about 1.2 well 1.3 sort of million dollars um, and when the when the owner bought it they it was it would have been quite ballsy not knowing who's going to go in there but what the owner did know is he had a good zoning he was on a, on a major bus stop of the northern beaches being dyB line bus he knew he had the approval for an exhaust fan uh, and grease trap mm-hmm. so that he was he, on purchasing on purchasing he was positioning himself really well for a national tenant because he knew that all these traits when he was buying the property could jag that that major tenant
1: definitely definitely and i think that's that's the, the the advantage when you look at when you're purchasing a commercial property or leasing out a commercial property you want to make sure that you know it's it's, it's it's in a spot that you can feel comfortable in you can feel proud of and definitely i mean it's like you said it was a cold shell but it's it's prime location off pitwater road you know being in, in the center or the heart of dy right across from a bus stop i mean it's absolutely incredible the the opportunity and i think these both national and international tenants saw that opportunity, despite it being in the state that it was and thought, hey, you know what, let's give it a crack here. And so therefore looking into the the jargon or the things that, that these guys look for, even though it's culture, is definitely something like a grease trap, which you'd need obviously for a food premises, um, such a big deal when you're frying things, cooking things on a daily basis. It's it's such a big thing, um, and you mentioned as well it was the exhaust fan. That's that's another thing, and and that can be quite tricky. I think when the property in itself is you know situated where there's residential properties up top, you know this can sometimes really conflict with you know the, the living circumstances, the smell that that they become little things that people think about, come a little bit of an issue. But in this case, it worked out really well. Um, but look, exploring that a little bit more, what, what are some other things that these guys look for in a property? We mentioned grease trap. We mentioned exhaust. What's some other things, Mark?
0: Um, their customer movements, um, even physically, how the customer would move in and out of the property is a major concern for these guys. So... For instance, when when we were leasing this shop out, we were really aware that it was a PM traffic shop. Um, when you're on six lanes of of um, of, of traffic, um, and when you've got a bus lane that basically eliminates cars from stopping, um, you've you've got to be really really conscious about where your customers going to park, where how your customers going to move around your property to come into your shop. So. We were really aware that it was never going to be a coffee, uh, a, a coffee franchise that was going to go in there, because that's AM traffic. So that would have been better suited to the other side of the main road, where people in the morning are up to twelve o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock, are heavily drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, someone like Taco Bell, they're very aware what their customers doing, also in terms of. Not only their movement patterns, but their eating patterns. And they're not going to be having Taco Bell for breakfast. So being a PM side of the road is actually a better side of the road for your lunches and for your dinners. And even more so, when you get off the bus, you actually almost walk straight into the front door of, of Taco Bell.
1: Yeah yeah that is such a that was such a key thing I think that they looked at was making sure that their their primary focus was driving clients driving people to their property and they couldn't have nailed it any more than they did so I think that we've covered already we've covered the grease trap, we've covered exhaust we've even looked now at the customer face customer you know drawing in people to the business um, looking yeah. at the two elements that we discussed just previously, I think in, again it's about correcting me if i'm wrong it's looking at the the, the load that's required to actually operate in the business. I mean, having these things like an exhaust fan, you know, you need a certain load, a certain phase, is that right?
0: Yeah, so look, another one as well, um, believe it or not, some um, retailers need their own, it's almost like a power kiosk um, Mm -hmm. to the building. They draw so much load and so much current, current, on the uh, the way they prepare their food or their refrigeration and equipment and stuff like that, that it actually can stress the entire building. So we um, we're, we've we've locally been appointed to sell. Sorry, we've been appointed recently to sell an IGA, um, and that and um, that when that IGA was going in. The amount of the amount of cool rooms and refrigeration that went in that goes into a grocery store is just <laughs> out of control so if you're a building that's that's if, if you want to have a great tenant you've got to have that um, that preparation um, even if you're not going to physically have it done you've actually made way for that to come into your building somehow so to give you an example with taco Bell, you know, their 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 exhaust fans are going to be heavy load. Their cool rooms going to be heavy load. Um, their reheating their microwaves and stuff is going to be heavy load equipment. So that's also got to got to come in from the street. Often you'll need an Energy Australia upgrade. Um, uh, you know to you know for your power, but that's another consideration. Not particularly having it, but being able to get it sometimes is just impossible. So. If you can make provisions for that or when you buy, you can keep an eye out for how that can be. Those, Where can you get the grease trap? Where can you get the exhaust fan? Can you pull in from the street power? You know, th- those if you need or has it, has it got all those things already. They're major, major things.
1: Definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, going back to the even the root of it all, the thought of it all, I think that these guys, apart from, wanting or knowing that they require these certain things for the business to operate the zoning is such a crucial thing because if if you if you're looking for a property and the zoning isn't just right it really then starts to become sticky and prickly situation where you don't even want to dive too deep into it because you're just like well what's the point i'll just look elsewhere but having that zoning that really works for you in that spot really then helps you know, your your business, it really helps to explore other avenues besides just the basics. But the real good one you mentioned is that, yeah, this side of the street there, you know, wouldn't benefit from a cafe. It would benefit more from from something like this, where it's stop and go, stop and go. You know, it doesn't really need to impact more so in the morning, but drives throughout that lunch and later evening period, where well, we know definitely that the bus, for instance, here in D Y, you know, that side of the street there, you know, come three o'clock, you know, for a good couple of hours there, you restricted by up until three o'clock. Sorry, you've got the bus that conflicts there, but. It's 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 worked out really well for him, and I think we're really really excited to see that absolutely blow up in DIY. Do you think this is going to be amazing? It's going to, amazing.
0: It, it's <laughs> going to get those- great. Look, even. even- even school kids, you know, when you look at school kids getting off the bus to grab some fries or to grab a shake or something, that's a roaring trade. When you empty out a busload of school kids, that's a roaring trade every single bus. I want to say a special good g'day to Luke Moroney, buyer's agent, Hawaii legend, uh, Jonathan Creek. Uh, I've never thought about this before, but it's genius. Um, so good morning, Jonathan. The storyteller, media extraordinaire, privilege that he's watching. So this... Um, so with this morning, evening even even evening traffic, the intro of my cafe increases the value of a Macca's site on the morning side of the road. Yeah, look, what they call that sweating an asset, um, so if you can sweat the asset, so for instance, if, if you're using a premises for half of the business hours, uh, nine to five, and then you can actually sweat the asset. Another eight hours or sweat the asset another eight hours, so you're running 24 hours a day. You're actually, if you think about it, your rent's not changing. You're sweating the asset, but your rent's not changing. So when you, when you consider um, McDonald's going to a McCafe model, um, they, they're really sweating the asset for, for um, and, and um, that the rest of the lows through the day actually get filled by coffee. Because they were very, they they did burgers, which was night, which was night and lunch, dinner and lunch. Uh, then they said, "Let we want to sweat the asset further." And then they went um, into into brekkies. Then then they noticed they having other lows, you know, through through those twenty four hours, they were trying to fill the lows. So then they filled them with coffees and cakes. Very clever. And these guys. Um, they they analyze their business when they're choosing a location like you would not believe if cars can't turn right here we will not take it uh, if cars you know just a hook in a road um they won't take it for that reason because people, what they do love is to get both sides of the traffic particularly with drive-throughs and the way they treat drive-throughs is almost like a like a religion they chase them hard. We're doing another uh, uh, national tenant uh, in Brookfell at the moment. And the efforts they've gone to for drive-through, wow. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: And that's, again, that would probably be the last point, you know, noticing the, the drive-through element is such a big thing, especially for these national tenants and even looking to international tenants that, you know, if you've got that there, it's extremely advantageous and you peak at the highs and the lows throughout that, that day, throughout that 24-hour period. So, we're excited. I think all of you should be as pumped as us. Mark, have we missed anything? What do we got?
0: Nah, man, thank you. Um, look, D-wise, you know what? I think there's, I, I do have to say something. There are people that aren't unhappy about uh, businesses like this going in, but mm-hmm. I do have to say people vote with their money. And I can understand uh, the opposition sometimes with, um, you know, bars or restaurants. Going in, going into premises, but I think if the community is going to support them with with patronage and with orders and with buying their product, I think there's a necessity on there for the community, particularly if it's not hurting the community, like something like gambling. Um, But food, no, I, I think it's it's it's. I think I think DY is a winner, and I think DY people are going to vote with their money with Taco Bell and support that business, time will tell. Um, but I, I think if you see how all the other businesses that have just opened up at DIY, like Guzman, Guzman Gomez, Fishbowl, and these guys, they've just had a roaring, roaring trade.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And that's, and that's. and I think that's
0: a wrap, is it not? That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Everyone, if you got any questions, let us know. Uh, it's a live show and you can flick through. And also a lot of the stuff that we get that we talk about are um, questions that people have posed and asked us to talk about as well. So if we have, if there is a topic that you guys want to know about, always feel free to send us a, a direct message and we can cover it. Brilliant. Nate, thanks, bud. Teaching
1: the goods. Thank you so much. Have a lovely morning. You're a
0: legend. See you, man. Bye-bye,